Welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 55. Um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Hunter, what are you drinking? Okay, I'm drinking something that I'm fairly excited about. Um, last week, I was super stoked to bring it to the pod. And then I went down to my fridge just before the pod, and I was like, oh, all that's in here is eggnog. Dang, I forgot to put more cans in the, uh, more bottles in the fridge. It is the Hoptimum Triple IPA. It is sort of, the can is kind of Halloween themed, but there's, it's not like pumpkin or anything, unlike previous beers I've had. Sorry, that's a triple can? Bottle. I said can twice. Yeah, <laughs> it is not a can. It is a bottle. It is by Sierra Nevada Brewing Co., and it, it uh, weighs in at a whopping 11%. Holy shit. It is a, Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sounds, sounds like it's optimized for uh, max ABV. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You know it. Um, very hoppy. It has, it's oddly, it has like a bit of a sweet flavor that doesn't seem like it's because of sugar. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's not as bitter as you might think. Um, mm. Very tasty, though. Yeah. For the record, I wish I could unhear that statement that Chase just made. I, it's not even my joke. The beer is called Hoptimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's You're like, just riffing off. Chase is just no, riffing no, off no, the no, joke. No, 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 But, like, the problem is, like, it's too, it's too in your face. Well, it wasn't even, like, my own pun. Yeah, but, like, it's like... Okay, what's the best way to put it? Like, you're not even... It's not even, like, a, a pitch that's thrown down the middle that you're hitting. Like this is fucking T ball at this point. Like it was right there. Like see, Cass, you don't you don't need to hit it just because it's Cass, right there. I think you feel the need to reduce Chase's pun ability and you know just make it seem like it's nothing because you can't even hit the ball off the tee. I haven't heard you try to make those puns. I don't think you got it in you. I think that's why you gotta you know shit on Chase a little bit. Yeah, I'm better hitting balls <laughs> off the deck than off the tee. I was saying, Cass is over here playing <laughs> wiffle ball. My my driver don't go very far. <laughs> it's great. Oh, okay, but no, that sounds like I'm assuming it's like punch you in the face, strong hops wise. I would say, it, it, okay, here's the thing. I would say that it's double IPA, punch you in the face, hop strong. It's I kind of expected due to being eleven percent in a triple. That it would be up there with like the very tippity top, which it isn't, but it's very, it is very strong. And I'm realizing part of it is that I may have messed up the flavor of this one I'm drinking right now a little bit because it definitely started to partially freeze when I left it in the freezer too long earlier today. The first time I had it, I think it did taste a little hoppier. So either way, it's not like as hoppy as I thought it might be, but it is very strong in the hops. Hmm. No, does freezing a beer change its it? flavor i mean i guess now yeah. you let, taste me, let ice. me see i wanted to look it up uh well like i'm so yeah. okay because like i guess i'm saying like let's say that i accidentally let's say mostly froze a beer right like it being in the freezer or whatever but it doesn't explode the can or the bottle like the seal hasn't been broken right and then you take it out and it fully Thaws. unfreezes yeah, yeah, like fully thawed. So like we're 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 back to straight up just like regular beer temperature. Like I understand if you drink it while it's like partially frozen still, then that might affect the well, flavor. I think but that I is like what thawed, he's doing. Oh, you're saying it's still partially frozen. 
Well, not at this point. It was when I started playing Valorant with Chase earlier. Mm. I did a little research, and it turns out that um, the main thing that happens when beer starts to freeze is that because the water freezes, the water freezes before the alcohol, uh, it sort of pulls the carbonation out. So it's less carbonated than it would be otherwise. And if you freeze it all the way, it's probably not going to be carbonated at all by the time you you defrost it. And carbonation... Basically, carbonation tends to mask sweetness to a good extent. So the fact that I was, it's tasting more sweet than it did before is probably because of it being less carbonated. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I was going to say that, Cass, even if there's no external factors here, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I'm going to put it maybe in terms that you might know a little bit more. But if you, if you take a steel yes. and you uh, ignore all other factors of the environment and you heat it up mm-hmm. and then you cool it down, yeah. To the same temperature it was before. Has anything changed? <laughs> Man, it's been a long time this since is... I took my material properties course. This feels like baby's <laughs> first, like... I'm going to go with a yes. Yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot yeah. of shit can change. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, literally okay, heat treating. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, but that's grain structure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the it's the entire microstructure of the material. It yeah, can change yeah, all yeah, of the yeah, physical yeah, properties. Yeah, yeah, it's grain structure changes. Yeah. But... Not even that, the phases present change, right? Like the, the literal yeah. phase of the material changes. Right, but like, is that... But can you do that in a vacuum? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Because different phases are stable at different temperatures, and depending on yeah. the rate of heating and the rate of cooling, then different like phases will be yes. present okay. in your final sample, regardless of if they are stable at that temperature, if that makes sense. Sure. Okay, because I, I know some stuff back from when I used to work in a blacksmith shop or a forge, I guess. Um, but Wait, like you used a lot to work of them, in a forge? I didn't know that. It was what uh, the heck? It over 10th grade. I Why do you think he became grade. a mining engineer? Um, <laughs> Is, but, did that relate, actually? No, not at all. Yeah, totally. No, okay. well, I, I knew it didn't relate. No, but, I was, was making um, shit up. But like, yeah, I, I knew that good, like, a, bunch of the, a bunch of like the, the heat treating stuff that we had to do also... Like, just the it, it had a, like a large effect on the carbon concentration of the steel, but that's part that's because it's exposed to oxygen. Um, and then you quench it in oil and water to remove, or you quenched it in either oil or water based on what you wanted your oxygen content uh, to to be and how you wanted that to affect it. But like, yeah, I kind of forgot about that whole material properties course. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's but, my entire degree. So. Yeah. Okay. But if you're in, okay, from the carbonation standpoint, right? So long as the seal isn't broken, once it un, once it thaws, wouldn't the pressure get reverted back to normal, which would reintroduce the carbonation? Well, that carbonation might be in a different place. It might not be dispersed within the beer now, but it could be at well, the top of the beer and then just get released as soon as you open right, it. Right. Oh, released as soon as you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes. That makes a lot of sense now because there is air in the beer can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. And even if there wasn't, and even if there wasn't, yeah. And I'll one more thing. Even if there was no air whatsoever in the beer can, the carbonation could still rise out. It could still separate itself from the liquid and form a layer of gas at the top that would then once again dissipate when you open the can. Yeah. Anyway, you gonna ask me what I'm gonna drink, or you gonna make yeah, a big deal on. out of it like last week? 
No, no, I'm just wondering <laughs> that, like, but if there's no air in the can to begin with, right, you can't compress a liquid. Uh, liquids are compressible. But also, I mean, even even then, like, it's still well, the same it's, volume. It's, I, yeah, I mean, not necessarily liquid. because liquid, like, like water expands when you freeze it. But yes. It's, I believe carbonation is is gas suspended in liquid, so you're not rearrange. It's not about compressing. Yeah, it's rearranged. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Chase, what are you drinking? Well, I'm drinking probably the opposite of uh, Hunter's beer, um, <laughs> because I, I mean I've had it on the other podcast before. I'm pretty sure, but I'm drinking um, the Wise Orangeicle alcoholic soda. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, which I think I might be like Wise's only customer because I fucking love all of their like sodas and nobody That's else great. seems to like Cass doesn't love them. My girlfriend doesn't love them. them. I don't dislike them. Yeah. No I one seems to love like love them the way that I do. They're very, they're, they're like, very good. Okay. My, my problem is they often, to me, a bunch of them come across kind of like, like a watered down version of the drink. Like the 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 flavoring is not quite strong enough for me. And then in some of them, like particularly the root beer one, I noticed the lack of like there's no sugar in these. Um which is yeah, yeah. On that, one hand, that's an, an important nice. consideration. Yeah. No sugar but also no sweeteners. Right. Yes. So it's not like they're doing that fake shit where they like mm-hmm. say zero sugar, but really it's way worse for you because they put all these artificial sweeteners in there. Um like there's no sweeteners whatsoever. And so it kind of, like, for being a soda like that, like, when you have, like, an organic, no-sweetener soda, it tastes like shit, usually. But these are quite good. Is it as good as an orange soda? No. But it is quite good, and it has zero sugar, zero sweetener, zero calories, blah, blah, blah. Not bad. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I guess... I feel the... like those drinks are actually have gotten, like, better over the past couple of years, where a lot of them just are bangers. Right, but, like, I don't know. My, my biggest thing is, like... Like, I don't mind it. Like, the, the flavor that Chase is having right now, the orange creamsicle, is my favorite one that Wise makes. But, like, the lack of any sweeteners, like, I feel like really ruins the root beer in particular. I feel like the root oh, beer yeah. needs a bit of sweetener in it. Yeah, Otherwise, it's like, like I, just don't, I just don't like it without the sweetener. And, like, I you understand You guys had not your father's root beer? Yes. Yeah. I recognize that name. I think I've had it. Um, But then there's, like, yeah, so it's okay in that. Like, uh, another one of the flavors they make is the, like, the grape soda one, and I just don't like grape soda. So, like, that one's kind of written off. Um, Chase, what other flavors do they make? Um, Well, I'd like to say maybe you're not alone in saying that the root beer is not your favorite because uh, they don't even include it in the variety pack anymore. They have wow. orange, grape, like a Sprite flavor, and uh, shoot, one more. I can't even, I, I don't remember what the last one is. But they they don't have the root beer anymore. Okay. The Sprite flavor, I find, is also, like, that's just too classic, like, everybody makes something like that. It's like a mm. nude or a neutral, just in, like, the lemon... Well, no, like but it's, it's more of a soda flavor than it is like yeah. a like lemon water or like lemon lime mm-hmm. water. You know, it's like a I don't know. It's supposed to be like Sierra Mist or Seven Up or whatever. Any of those knockoff sprites. 
Uh, the last one is a cream soda. Oh, the cream soda one's good too. I like the I like the cream soda one. Um, yeah, I don't know. My my thing with those are all just like they're okay. I'll drink it. I just don't love them. Yeah, that remind, when you said Orange Cream School, that reminded me of. Uh, I don't know officially when they released them, but I only started seeing them in like the last month. Uh, Monster Reserve Orange Creamsicle has been hitting 7-Eleven shelves near me. And by God, that is amazing. So, Orange Creamsicle is in these days, I tell you what. God, that sounds like I would fucking hate it. <laughs> do, do, do you not like Monsters, Chase? Uh, I just am thinking of like that flavor. And, you know, the Monster would probably be better than like if Rockstar tried to pull off that flavor. Um, yeah. Because Rockstar is absolutely terrible. Rockstar's flavors are horrible. Yeah. Mo- yeah, I would say like a good 85% of Rockstar's flavors are terrible. They have a couple good ones. The like classic, like normal black Rockstar is the only one that's good. And it's for Monster, like, okay. And for Monster, I really can only drink the classic the black and green can. Really? Yeah. They have so many cool flavors and that, that surprises me. I used to, I used to like energy drinks a lot or like, you know, I didn't really used to like, I like them a lot more than I do now. Like, I used to, like, really enjoy having just, like, you know, a Red Bull or, like, yeah, the classic monster or whatever. Um, I've really, really fallen away from that. And then you got into like, Yerba Mate, huh? Yeah, but I, I didn't love those either. They were just, like, they were fine. Um, actually, some of the carbonated Yerbas I did like. But the, the standard ones that you get in the can are just, like, they're fine. Um, I will say... If you guys have, uh, if you guys tend to prefer the original Monster, Monster Reserve is a series that they started, I think, like a year ago. And basically, the idea is instead of getting really wacky with these flavors, with like the juice flavored ones and like the no sugar ones, we're gonna go back to like the dr- the original like idea of like the sweet plus the like bitterness. But then we're going to like make new flavors off of that. So like Monster Reserve is supposed to be like the same kind of flavor profile as OG monster, but new flavors. So I, I it's, they've, it's, it, there's three flavors, watermelon, pineapple, and now orange creamsicle, and they're all incredible. So highly recommend you get back into the monster game. If you've been waiting for the right moment. Okay. Don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I just have a, I have a bad taste in my mouth with, uh, literally with, uh, with, uh, <laughs> monster just because, uh, one of my friends who is an athlete was sponsored by them and he got injured and monster just dropped him because he couldn't compete that oh, year. Oh no. Um, cause he was injured. I'm like, that's kind of a shitty thing to do to one of your athletes. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck you rock for yeah. Monster. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I was going to start off my night with a different beer, but then I saw the name of this one and I'm like, I kind of have to use this one. Um, it's another collective arts, um, beer. But it's a uh, pog, fresh fruit sour. Yeah, yeah, those are everywhere oh now. Just pog in general. Uh, yeah, pog is like a huge flavor all of a sudden. Oh, as in like passion really? fruit, orange, and guava. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's a Hawaiian thing, um, mm-hmm. I believe originally, and so it's like it's maybe just hit like craft uh, beer the, scene, the craft beer scene, and like everyone's coming out with a pog beer. And I don't mm. mind it at all. It's fucking delicious. They're, so. Yeah, they're they're fucking delicious, dude. Like this is good. Um, in general, I typically like the the fresh fruit sours from uh, the Collective Arts. Uh, 
it doesn't say whether they're a company or a brewery. Oh, it's, it does say, okay. On the bottom of the can, it does say Collective Arts Brewing. Um, yeah, no, I I like them. They're, uh, it's good. Uh, the other one I got, like I got like, Hawaii? yeah, I got like an apple bourbon sour, which like, I thought was going to be really interesting. But I'll wait until I'm done with this one before I uh, I crack into that. Um, but yeah, so on to Valorant. Um, I've got a couple of like smaller things to go over. But Hunter, you said you said you had a topic that uh, you yeah. wanted to bring up. I wanted to throw something out there, which is that we've discussed for a while, back and forth. It's been a recurring topic. Is the classic too strong? And should you remove the right click? Uh, this is something that's very hotly debated in the Valorant community. It feels to me like it's pretty close to 50-50 between the remove the right click and keep it people. I am very firmly in the remove the right click camp. However, I understand that some people have grown accustomed to it. And it is kind of unique among amongst fps games so riot wouldn't want to remove it so i was i was thinking what's a way to change the way the right click works such that it still is applicable in some cases but isn't as strong it isn't as busted and here's what i came up with i want to throw this out for you guys because what i also thought is that it can't be something the more you nerf it the more that um you know, people will just be frustrated. So it has to be something kind of cool, kind of exciting. So, so here's what I think, what I thought. So you're holding your classic out, right? So now when you right click, you will hold the classic gangster style where you, you rotate your hand 90 degrees with the classic. And then much like Bulldog or Stinger ADS, you have to wait until you've, you know, flipped it 90 degrees to, uh, start, uh, blasting with the left click at that point your three shot uh all at once things it's not a burst because they happen simultaneously your three shot shotgun blasts and then from there there could be tuning in if you know if that was too much of a nerf you could have increased movement speed while doing that if it needed more of a nerf you could have decreased movement speed but essentially it's like ads except instead of adsing you're just looking cool and then setting your gun to shotgun blast mode but like the fact that there's an actual like input required and a time required to switch from left click to right click means that you have to commit to one or the other and can't just switch between them uh as freely thus uh making the gun less uh versatile in the moment which i think would be good um now there's one reason why i think riot won't do that mm -hmm. that i'll throw out there and because that's how the clock works in cs you literally hold it gangster style? No, you don't literally turn the gun, but, like, you have to switch between the two firing modes. Um, okay, I feel like the, I feel like the holding it gangster style, plus the fact that you're shotgun blasting rather than three-shot bursting, like the Glock and CS, as I understand it, I feel like there's still enough difference there. Maybe I just feel like that, like, they might not want to do that because it's much more akin to the Glock and CS. Um, I don't know that it is, though. I feel like it's still substantially different. But... Because one of them has shotgun is, and the other one isn't. No, nah, I like the... No, nah, okay. Obviously, I'm in the opposite side of the camp from Hunter, in which I don't yeah. think that they should change the right click. Like, is it frustrating every once in a while when somebody gets that, that lucky 
double head top from like a decent distance away and you're just like well fuck like sure but um no i like the i like the i think it increases the skill ceiling when you have to or when you have the ability to use either one it's what i loved about watching like pro players with jet knives before the right click uh got changed to not refresh was seeing them switching very fluidly between left clicking and right clicking with the jet knives to kill multiple people because that's something that even before the nerf where you can only right click like back when you got your knives back on right clicks that's something that i was very very bad at and even post change like i still struggle with i kind of have to like i'm mentally committing to either right clicking or left clicking before i get to the engagement and i like like i and like i still think with the classic like it's cool when people are very fluid between the left clicks and the right clicks instead of just hard committing to one or the other if that makes sense well yeah and you would still have the ability to do that with my chains you just have to be more deliberate about it like if anything that being able to decide which you do is more impactful because now it's not just which button do I click? It's how do I position myself? How do I prepare myself for an engagement? Because I have to choose which. No, but I'm, I'm saying, but like it's the same thing with the way that I approach jet knives right now, in which I'm committing to either right clicking or left clicking before the engagement happens, and I like that. Like I, I liked when I get to see people be way more fluid with it and freely switch between this is a left click, this is a right click, which you would be removing if you have to switch between them. It's your hard committing to one or the other before you get to the engagement, which I think is less cool. But you don't hold the gun like a gangster now. I think you're, I think you're neglecting <laughs> that one very important part. Yeah, okay, so my two cents Headshot here. someone across the map, gangster whip someone. Yeah, go ahead. Would kind of be cool. Would kind of be cool. Yeah. Um... I like the idea of nerfing it. I mean, obviously, I fucking hate it. I, I'm in the remove camp, and I don't think I mm -hmm. will be fully satisfied unless it is completely removed. Um, You're a removal extremist. Okay, I see. But here's the reason why. I think that the problem isn't necessarily the ability to go from one to the other. For me, the problem is the inconsistency. And... The thing is, it's so RNG intensive on the right click that, yes, if it wasn't, then it would be too good, right? Or too bad if it was just, like, extremely close range, you could use it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or, like, you know, it, it would be too good if it, was, it was, if it was super, super consistent and you could try to figure out, like, where exactly you're using a right click. That's what I'm thinking. It'd be too good for the free gun. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah. But... Right now, or at any time, if you nerf it, it just gets RNG intensive, and then it's not—it's completely inconsistent, which is the biggest problem I have with the right click currently, other than it just existing. Um, <laughs> and so I don't think that changes this at all. Like having to to like rotate or select between it, I don't think it changes the end outcome, which is that. Everybody fucking double taps me to the head with the right clicks, and I always get one to the fucking feet. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't understand it. It it makes no sense. And you know, sometimes I do get like you know 
a solid like two to the head, one to the body, and it kills someone with full shields, and you're like, okay, that fucking shouldn't happen, right? Like with a single yeah. a single shot of my free weapon shouldn't do that. Have you um, ever considered it being a skill issue? No, it's not a skill issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. But like, um, yeah, I'm I'm saying that I do get those sometimes, and even myself think, oh, that was bullshit. Like, <laughs> like I should at least have to fire twice, right? Yeah, I've got a I've got a clip of me, um, like I it was a save round, uh, so I bought a couple chamber headhunter shots, right? And I'm swinging into uh, attack bind. I'm swinging that angle off barrier drop to uh, U-Haul, and the KO is at U-Haul. And I've got the clip of him, like, I get hit by the knife while I'm mid-swinging the angle. And so I'm expecting to go out with my headhunter. And instead I have my classic out. And I right-click him. And this guy, yeah, two to the dome, one to the body, insta-dead. From that range, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I remember this in the clip being like, oh, that was bullshit. <laughs> like, you can hear my voice saying that in the clip. <laughs> I just had an idea that... um could be along with the previous idea, but could just be a thing on its own. What if the damage that the three bullet uh, shotgun blast right click currently does is spread across uh, spread across six bullets? So you get two right clicks before you have to reload. Each right click does the same amount of damage if all pellets hit, but by doubling the number of pellets you are increasing consistency across the board just by there being more pellets, even if each pellet has the same RNG as it currently does. Yeah, then it's just a fucking shorty. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, think I, mean I think it's half a shorty. But I think like, part of the yeah. problem with that is, like, like you're saying, because it gets... Because you now have six bullets like that you're, that you're firing, I feel like it might almost make it too good in situations where you know somebody's, like, one shot. Yeah. And it's like... And maybe... Right, like I'm, I'm thinking of like, okay, well, at this range, like I know they're, I, I know they're one shot, but like the spread on the three bullets might, like maybe, maybe I just don't hit them. Um, but if I got six bullets, it's like, okay, well, I'm fucking hitting one of them. Even I though don't think that's very, I don't know if that's a very important concern because if someone's peeking you at all when they're one shot, then they're pretty vulnerable to be being just shot in the body or the legs as well with a normal gun. Yeah, but, but you could, like, like, jump peek like, them. Yeah, or, like, also keep Yeah, but, I mean, mind, you could like, jump peek, like, spray with a phantom, and you have a decent chance of hitting them in the first two bullets if you yeah, can just yeah, hit yeah. anywhere on their body for one kill. Depending on the range, mind, I, obviously. I often have an op. <laughs> All right, yeah. You, when, I get the call that, when I get the call that yeah. someone's one shot, right, it's a 1v1, I've got an op. If you tell me they're one shot, like, I'm pulling my classic out. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. like... I just got to fire more bullets over less amount of time with with the classic, and I feel like that that might it, like yeah. If I know they're one shot, like that might make the classic like dumb good in that scenario, in which obviously this is a very he heavily cherry picked scenario. But yeah, I feel like increasing the like I understand what Chase is saying about like he doesn't like the inconsistency and the RNG factor, and in general, I agree. The less RNG you have in a competitive game the better. But I think increasing the consistency too much, 
even though each individual pellet does less damage, might be a bit overboard. Yeah, see that, saying, it does... that's the dichotomy that I was complaining about, is that mm -hmm. anything you do to increase the consistency makes it too good, but nerfing it makes it even less consistent. So, mm -hmm. well, well, that's where I was saying it spread it, not just adding more pellets uh, when you when you use three ammo, using more ammo to do it. Like that's that's why that there's a nerf built into what I was saying. Yeah, the the nerf I guess is that each yeah. bullet does way less. Each yes, bullet does each, half the amount of damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you have to reload after two right clicks if you want to use them, or you know if you fired any left clicks, then you only can right click once. That's probably the more applicable case as well. Um, currently the way the game works, that's not entirely true because I think you can. Now I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure I can shoot my way down to having two shots in my classic and right click those two shots. I don't think oh, the game oh, stops oh, oh. me from right clicking when I've got fewer than the number of shots that would come out with the right. Okay, click. true, true. I th I yeah. think you're correct about that as well. Um, yeah, but. But you're doing reduced damage. Yeah, I, I believe you're correct, and I was wrong about that. Yeah, point. Uh, fair point. Um, that being said, I don't think I've heard anybody complain about the right click classic in a while. Yeah, you like I know me. that it was. I, I know that it was like somewhat debated after the last round of nurse came in, and people were like, "Oh, like." Maybe this wasn't enough, but like since it's had time to sit in the game, like I feel like I haven't heard it complained about much. Since. Well, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, since the launch of the game, the only thing that's been changed about the classic right click has been the moving jumping accuracy and the damage fall off, I believe. Um, and spread when you fire multiple of them in a row. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the spamming thing, that as well. But the, the my, my point is that. It, it's only gotten worse since the game came out and it's gotten worse fairly incrementally, not like some massive rework a la, uh, Ares or Marshall or, um, Stinger. And how was uh, the Marshall changed? Well, the Marshall used to fire way, way slower and be way more inaccurate ABS. And those two what? changes. Yeah. At the launch, at the launch, the Marshall cost at launch of the game, the Marshall cost, I think, $1,200, it fired way slower and was not accurate ADS. It was much closer to the op in terms of ADSing. Oh, like the Marshall a was a terrible them. gun. Yeah. yeah, the Marshall was a horrible oh, wait, you mean, gun. You mean unads it was much more like the op? Oh, unads Yeah, sorry. Okay. I said, oh, I said it backwards. Okay. Yes. Unads. Yeah, no scoping with the Marshall did not, was not a thing. Mm. So basically the Marshall was probably the worst gun in the game at launch. Uh, where do you look at like value for price or... Uh, you know, performance. Uh, yeah. Anyway. And, mm -hmm. but that aside, the point is that I think people have gotten very used to what the classic brings to the table. And, you know, if you don't, if you really hate the classic right click and each time it's been nerfed, you're like, well, I guess that's kind of nice, but like, you're still used to seeing it all the time. If you're still playing the game, it's not a deal breaker for you. So I feel like you're not going to see a whole bunch of people just like, knocking on Riot's door, demanding that the, the classic get nerfed or else, because everyone's used to it to an extent. But that doesn't mean things couldn't be better. And that a lot of people wouldn't agree that the right-click needs to be nerfed. Yeah, I just, I, I think it needs to be removed. Yeah, I, know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, okay, just... what, what yeah, if, I... what if yeah. instead of firing three bullets, you fire big bullet? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh yeah, this might be a really, really terrible idea. But I love it, I love it. Keep going. But what if instead of three bullets that like you increase the inaccuracy on it and it uh <laughs> Sorry, I'm very uh very distracted by Cass yelling fuck and running out of his room. Um so I think he just spilled beer everywhere, which you know, classic mistake, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, no, I opened oh, my beer can and it fucking exploded. Tragic, dude. You were just getting too pumped up about the whole uh classic right click thing. Anyway. Yeah, but it's all over my keyboard. And I like my keyboard. Ah, oh, it's no. okay. You needed a keychron anyway. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not the one with the League of Legends keyboard. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> I like my keyboard. I don't <laughs> think like, you were saying, Chase. I completely I like forgot what you were saying. Chase. Okay, the yeah. Back in. Okay, so instead of firing the normal right click. It, oh, the big it, bullet. Right. It uses the ammo of three bullets to fire one bullet with less accuracy that does, does like, double damage or something like that. Uh... Wait, so you're saying I can still one-tap somebody with it? Yes. But it's inaccurate. And, and how is but, that wait, That's, like, that's, that's significantly right more RNG, right? Isn't that significantly more RNG? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it just does, this doesn't affect it at all. But it came to my, my mind, so I was like, I might as well just say it. Yeah, it, I, I see some potential. But yeah, I'm just thinking about the fact that... What if you just empty your clip and it's like a headhunter shot? (laughs) (laughs) You just regularly dumps your entire clip? Yeah, you have to to reload after each one, and you only get like four of them in a a gun, or three of them. The ultimate chamber nerf. Give everyone a free headhunter. (laughs) Yeah, if you only got three bullets, and you have to reload in between each one. Oh, the way you said it, I thought you meant you dump your entire mag. Like, it's 12 bullets for a headhunter shot. No. Let's <laughs> go. Cool. Well, yeah, that's, that that's kind of what I was thinking when you said it. That is kind of exactly what I'm saying, right? You do oh, but dump... I thought you said you, you get three shots. I well, yeah, but oh, after, after reloading. I'm so dumb. I thought you meant three shots in one clip. No, okay, no, no. three shots total. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, total, total. <laughs> Dang it. There, there are some times when I'm tempted being the editor to just edit my dumb shit out of the podcast. And I never do. But, like, that's one of those, like, yeah, I can just cut that out. No one needs to do And that. not my entire, like, latest idea of, of Big Bullet out of Classic. That's not dumb no, enough for you to cut out. It's a, it's a fun idea. Okay. So, no, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Well, right. now, if any of you guys played um, the original Modern Warfare Two, uh, but like the COD game, you know how the the G eighteen worked. Neither you guys. No. Is this falling I mean, on deaf ears? I mean, I, I played it, but okay, but not not like that. I don't know any of the guns or what they're named or anything like that. I went okay, through the sure. campaign once. Okay. Well, the G eighteen was a a fully auto pistol that um that fired. Mucho fasto, and you hold down the trigger, and it just goes, frenzy. and then your your clips empty. No, no, but like the frenzy is basically like a guardian compared to what the G eighteen was. Got it. Got okay. It. Like, like even even the stinger didn't have the fire rate that this beast had. Okay, so like, Cass, what you're saying is unnerved stinger plus brim stim beacon while Reyna ulted. 
That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I'm saying like you hit right click, your mag is empty, and your crosshair is pointed at the fucking sky. But like, just bullets down. <laughs> you range. Just get fucking bullets down range. <laughs> like the problem solver in Cyberpunk 2077. For any of you who that ref- you'll get that reference. Okay, but like, point being is, it would make the right click high risk. Now it would make it more consistent. You got a good chance of getting that one. But that's all you're getting. <laughs> I don't know. Because I think that, the, yeah, I guess the problem is now is that, like, it's either you fucking kill someone with full shields or it hits them once in the legs. Like, I guess if, yeah, if you're nerfing it to the point where you're only ever able to hit, like, one bullet with it, then why wouldn't I just left-click and just tap-fire downrange? Even spam-fire yeah, left-click. Yeah, I guess my thought, Cass, is that my understanding of why the Valorant Classic is so much better than the Glock... Sorry, the Classic right-click is so much better than the burst-fire mode on the Glock in CS is that the bullets are all coming out at the same time with the classic, whereas they're not with the Glock. So you don't have that potential to peak and just one shot someone. So if you're firing really fast, like if it's much faster than the typical increase in a burst fire rate over more bullets, that mitigates the problem somewhat. But then when you factor in the insane recoil, I kind of wonder if it really ends up being a huge nerf to the right click, which I'm not sure if you want. (laughs) <laughs> even though I think me and Chase would be okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that I, I like that because it effectively yeah. removes it from the game. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> like, no one would ever use it, which is great. I mean, I would, I would use it like, because it's way too fun to not use. Okay, and yeah. if, it, if it was so circumstantial that it's only used in the situation where somebody is, like, one tap, and you're just like, okay, here we go. Like, bullets everywhere. Well, well, I mean, there's, like, a, there's a corner. Yeah, I'm going to speak. Yeah, I'm going to swing a yeah. close corner, and you could be in the cubby. And I'm going to come around that corner, and I'm putting 12 bullets right into this corner. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could, I could see that. And I'll only see you as a blur because I'll be yanking my mouse down so hard to compensate for recoil. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that, that works like well to like maintain at least that aspect of the classic right click. Mm-hmm. Right, it it makes it like, more consistent, and it's only applicable in this in this situation to like very very specific circumstances. Yeah, and hearkening back to some of our other ideas, it brings in an additional component of ammo consumption becoming an issue, which really isn't with the classic right click, because it's it's slower, especially if you're just right clicking. But where, yeah. whereas with you know you get three mags of doing that, and then your classic is empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the. I feel like, yeah, because there aren't many guns in the game that I am ever concerned about ammo with. Frenzy. Now, the Chamber chamber Headhunter and Frenzy are the only two that come to mind. Well, Headhunter doesn't count because it's a fucking ability. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really like, concerned about ammo when it comes to my shock darts. Okay, the headhunter's more of a gun. Yeah, but like it's a similar it's a similar statement that you're trying to make. No, but like okay, but like no shit, you're worried about ammo. uh, Okay, (laughs) like I don't know. Like I I have definitely reached rounds in which 
I have six bullets left in my frenzy, and I can't reload it because I've got nothing in reserve. Oh yeah, no, the frenzy is a great example. Yeah, um, there aren't. I like. I, I'm trying to think of any other guns that are like that, and the only time I feel like I've ever run into that situation before is when I like spray two clips of my phantom through a smoke. Oh yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, I only got a clip left or something. I'm like, ah, whoops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, that's just. It's it's not something that is like usually relevant, and then I guess like you have the individual clip problems that the the stinger runs into. Like with with the stinger, you get to a point where you're just like, ah, fuck, like my clip's empty, but I don't have total ammo consumption problems with the stinger, because with the stinger, I unload my clip and either they die and I get a gun, or I die and then it doesn't matter how many bullets I've got left in reserve. You could give me twenty bullets in the stinger. And it'd be just as effective for me. Because well, after Cass, those 20 bullets are yeah. gone, one of the two of us is fucking dead. Well, Cass, I think what you're failing to consider there is, for one, uh, pre-fires and firing through smoke. And then, two, dealing with utility. If, you know, when you're getting on the site or dealing with a defensive push, you're breaking Sova Dart, you're breaking Ray's Boombot, you're breaking Fade Prowler. Now, all of a sudden, within that one clip, you may or may not have time to reload and your clip has been depleted, you know, depleted somewhat. Well, it's not so even like, clip. He's not talking about, like, clip. Not talking about, he's, ta- I'm not he's talking about, about like, total ammo. I'm talking about total ammo count. Ammo reserves. Well, no, I, I know you're talking about total ammo count. Yeah. I'm saying that if you're in a round that, yes, ideally you want to be getting into a fight quickly, but there's, are, there's some utility that comes at you fast that you need to break. And within one clip, assuming you only had one clip, you would be, you still might not, might not have enough bullets to do what you want to do with the stinger. No, but the, yeah. the, uh, the yeah. side of that that he's saying is, like, you, you spend a clip on, on that utility but then you reload to push into sight no, and then no, the no, situation no, happens and you still have a clip no, no, cast, cast I, literally hunter, said hunter if, was if talking about the only... fact that if the stinger only had 20 bullets it wouldn't make a difference to me oh oh okay well, well, like... obviously that was hyperbole i'm not oh, saying okay. arguing yeah. that serious but what i'm saying is when i have a stinger in my hand if there's a sage wall in particular i'm thinking no way am i using any shots on that i'm not going to try to like fire on a ping of someone through a smoke if it's like a quick ping unless like they're in the open and like i have a decent chance of spraying them down like i am very very careful with how i use my ammo unless i i know that like my tp is out i'm tping as soon as i reload otherwise you know I'm, i don't use that ammo in case unless, unless i need to true and you also do tend to keep the stinger for longer in a round like you'll this get is, mul- yeah. multiple kills with the stinger True. Yeah, like if I get one kill with a stinger, I'm grabbing that gun. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not using the like I'm not using the stinger for anything else. Okay, but like point being is like it's very rare in this game that you come into problems of like I don't have enough shots in total. Forget about reloading. Like, like you could reload as much as you want. Like maybe there have been a couple of like pistol rounds uh, where like with a with a sheriff, I fire a few too many shots through smoke and then i'm like ah well i got six bullets left but for the most part total ammo is not really a big problem and i think now obviously i'm not being super serious with the whole fire 12 bullets all at once with the classic but it would it would very much put your total ammo count into relevance see you're not being serious but i kind of like this idea more than anything else you come up with yeah yeah that plus ignore the thing I said before about like the time it takes to do the gangster thing, like being part of the nerf. 
there's no there's no longer any like time associated with it. It's just for coolness now. <laughs> you do the right click, and as you're firing, you flip the gun. Purely for coolness, no nerf this time. Combine those two things, and we're golden. Well, then, do you do a full 180 when you uh when you right click then? Because what? the you're like, you know, your your accuracy is usually to the sky, like your crosshair is in the sky, but now you're like 180 behind you because your gun sideways. Oh, I I'm see what you're saying. Good. Okay, Chase is saying that like, <laughs> like I was saying that like your gun goes straight up to the sky. You know, right? you turn but and Chase then it goes up like that. It, yeah, but if you turn a gun That's sideways, not how recoil now, it's works. Gonna, now it's going to kick across oh, your body. You're right. Oh, gosh. That's the second thing I need to do. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I see. That'd be really funny if it literally spun your character around. Yeah, I you think it, it would... Recoil the opposite direction. It would be way <laughs> too stupid if, if your like, recoil took your gun up still when you were holding it sideways. That would mm. look ridiculous. That okay. That would be an additional nerf, potentially. You have to... <laughs> <laughs> control recoil horizontally and it depends on if you have left or right hand gun model <laughs> yeah we, right yeah hand. there's a way to uh <laughs> advantage lefties in this game <laughs> they yeah. spin in opposite I'm direction i'm wondering though should it even have like like should it be recoil or should it just be random in a ring because if you include the recoil aspect that's very mitigatable like you can pull, you can know more or less how much you need to pull down for your twelve bullets. Mm. You know, but like if it's you, just, you might just like have a sniper button on your control on your mouse, like hit the DPI shifter, and then rip your mouse down to to keep it mm -hmm. steady. Yeah, like my point is like it might it might honestly just be better if it was just like, you know, like the shotgun pellet ring of like. The pellets could go anywhere in this ring. I wonder if it would work better like that. Uh, as in, like, I kind of like the recoil no thing. Recoil, no recoil that like you need to control. It's just you get a ring. Your bullets are going in this ring, and there's no element of like you have to pull down to control recoil because like you like I can bet you some people would get really fucking good at knowing how much they need to pull down. So 12, 12 bullets go straight downrange immediately. Yeah. But what if you just made it so that's not possible? Yeah, well, what if there's a 50% chance? If at that point, why not just have the ring? <laughs> well, you you what if there's so a 50% chance that when you right-click, you have perfect, like, recoil accuracy, <laughs> like, no recoil, and a 50% chance you just go to the sky? So you can control the recoil, and then you're just shooting all your bullets into the ground, or you could control it, it's perfect. I mean that's ridiculous, but <laughs> oh yes, yes, fully, fully. But I'm saying like, yeah. what if what if you had a ring, but it was just a vertical line? Well, I mean, when you talk about a ring and a vertical line, that's exactly how the recoil on other guns works. Like, well, well no, but you can't control it, is what I'm saying. Is that they go on this vertical line, regardless? I I, I hate that. No, no. Wait, what I mean. You, you like where, wherever wherever you, you hit the right gun. click button wherever you hit the yeah. right click button determines where the rest of your bullets are going that would also be kind of exploitable because then you could like you could like flick to a corner right click and then immediately flick somewhere else and like get that info while your bullets are still firing in a place you're not even looking
Like, I, I, I think that's a can of worms. Whoa, right wait, there, whoa, Chase. Wait, 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 but what, what is Chase saying? I don't understand. Chase is saying that as soon as you right-click, yeah. all the bullets that are firing are locked into Valorant servers. So uh... whatever you do with your character after that doesn't matter. Your bullets are going to go where they were set to go when you right-clicked. I also think perhaps you guys aren't quite understanding my idea of how fast these bullets come out. I feel like you're the one who's just saying that, like, you know, people are going to get really good at at pulling down. No, no. But I'm also saying that, like, when you hit that button, like, they're fucking 12 bullets going down range. (laughs) Like, I'm talking, I'm talking, like, current right, like, right, like, current right click classic speeds, but, like, there are 12 of them. Yeah. So then if you couldn't pull down anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm saying, like, you could do, like, a quick little. But you just prevent that from happening. You just, you just say that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, like well, on saying, this right click, fucking, like recoil control doesn't fucking, exist. Yeah, just have the fucking shotgun circle is what I'm saying. Well, but I like the fact that they go up into the air too. I don't like the fact that they're in a shotgun. Yeah, circle. I mean, yeah, I I prefer it not being a shotgun circle because here's the thing. Obviously, a lot of bullets are coming are coming out, and if you're absolutely point blanking someone, chances are you're going to hit them multiple times in the head. But you know, even if it's the small, even if it's two frames. Between, like, or, fuck, one frame between bullets. That would be insane on a 128-tick server, but, like, let's say that's what it is. You still, at least, if you're holding someone and you have a gun that can one-tap to the head or a shotgun, you have a a moment from when they fire that first bullet to then be able to kill them before the next bullet comes out. Unlike right now, where you have zero bullets if they get the shot, sorry, zero frames if they get the shot off first. Because it because it's one right click and you're dead. But like I'm not saying the bullets all come out at the exact time. Right? No, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not saying, saying it's very it, fast. Yeah, I'm saying you get a shotgun ring, but the bullets are all still fired sequentially. So if when somebody pulls the trigger, if I get if I get hit by a bullet or two, I still have the chance to to fire my gun. It's not like like because currently with the right click, right? Yeah, you you fire it, and it currently works kind of like a shotgun ring. There's an area in which these three bullets can go, right? Yeah. Then, like, if you get like the instant that right click is hit, you're either dead or you're not dead. And I'm saying, if if every bullet is fired sequentially, like, why does it matter if there's like, why does it matter if it's on a shotgun ring or the bullets just hit straight up? I don't think it matters hugely, but I think I think. I, why I'm pushing back, Cass, is I feel like you're adding a system to the game that doesn't need to exist. Because currently, guns already have first bullet accuracy. They have the spread as, you know, you continue to fire them, whether that's semi-auto or full, full auto. And then you have a modifier to that based on jumping slash moving accuracy as well. Mm-hmm. And with all those things combined, you have accuracy that the more of those like negative factors you add on, the worse it gets as you continue to fire and do other things. So I feel like you can just do that and tweak those values and you're chilling. So bad first bullet accuracy. Yep, you have, sure. yeah, you have bad moving accuracy and then that kind of creates a ring more or less, but I just don't feel like you need to create a new system for it. All right, just yeah, make it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah, why I'm that's, pushing yeah, back. Yeah. 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 That's, that, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Also, bit of a non soccer. I think I literally got a dud beer. If that's even fucking possible, like, really? 
Like, this thing had way too much foam in it. Like, an absurd amount of foam, like, right when I cracked it. And, like, I bought this from the liquor store. Right before the podcast started, brought it home and put it in my in my mini fridge. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like it had the chance to be shaken up or anything of the sort. It's not like I dropped it or, like, I dropped my backpack or anything. Like, it was literally set down into my backpack, brought home, taken out of my backpack and put in the fridge. And there's not a full can's worth of beer in here compared to, like, and, well, like, you, I got a You, you did spill of half of it on your desk. Yeah, like, a bunch of the beer exploded, but, like, there's no reason for it to have exploded. And, like, this does not taste good. Now, keep in mind, I've never had this beer before, so maybe I just don't like this beer. But, like... Is this the apple like, bourbon? I feel no, like... it's not. Yeah. It's an IPA with... It's Les Deux. Les Deux. I don't know. Chase, you, you, you speak the French. Yeah, don't pronounce the S. Les Deux. Les Deux. Les Deux. Les Deux. Les Deux. Okay. Les Deux. It, it's not Deux, it's Dieu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either way, that's what the beer is called. It's an IPA with Zappa and Equinox hops, um, or Equinot. Um, yeah, Cass. Having worked at a bar, I am reasonably confident that what happened was you got the end of. They probably don't use kegs in the facility, but they were they were at the bottom of whatever they were using to fill the cans. And they just didn't do a good job of realizing, oh, shoot, we don't want to serve this last bit of beer. Because mm. when you have a lot of foam and messed up flavors, that's typically just the bottom of the batch. Right. Either mm. way, it's not great. Also, Dia means gods. So it's the gods. The gods, IPA. okay. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> uh, yeah. And not your that's, gods. That's the, I, think, uh, I think the gods are angry. Yeah. At Cass. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. What's that old okay, movie? Well, is like the gods must be angry or something like that. Twelve Angry Men. I don't know. I don't know. Never mind. Mm. Okay. Uh oh, the gods must be crazy. Is the is the movie? Mm, okay. Well, I don't know. Any more right click stuff you guys want to talk about? I think you guys are just like. I mean, I I just I just kind of like the idea of like you only have one of them, and yeah. it only really works in like shorty range. I mean, Cass, I, I, as I step back and think about this, I think it's kind of wild that your suggestion was make the right-click classic a mini stinger. Like, obviously, I'm going to prefer that to the current thing. <laughs> like, yeah, heck yeah, put that in the game. We can, we can discuss the specifics, but that sounds awesome. I don't know. The only thing I could think of is, like, just, like, in terms of, like, an extra nerf without actually changing the right-click, but, like, being, like... Hey, like, if you're right-clicking bullets in the classic, like, it takes longer to reload, you know? There could be, like, the... I guess the system that I'm thinking of in my head is per right-click, per clip, plus X amount of time added to reload. Now, does it really make sense from, like, a just a base gun standpoint? No, it doesn't. But I could see that being a somewhat realistic nerf that doesn't. And from your perspective, you guys probably don't like that all that much because it doesn't really change how effective or inconsistent or consistent the actual right-click mechanic is. But I personally feel that the actual, that the current right-click mechanic is in a fine place. It's not 
I don't think it's busted anymore the way that it was before. But, like, I don't think it's so inconsistent that I am complaining about it consistently. Like, every well, once cast... in a while... Yeah, good. Like, I'm saying every once in a while, it fucks you. And every once in a while, you get some bullshit kill that you probably shouldn't have gotten. But I feel like usually it's fine. Well, Cass, my issue with, with what you're saying about the reload is actually not about the fact that I, I don't think it's enough. And it's that uh, I think one philosophy that Riot has had is that they don't want to make changes that are going to be really confusing to players who don't play very much. And I think that would be one of them, where if, if you haven't read the patch notes to understand what's happening, it's going to just feel like, is there some crazy lag on the server? Like, why is it taking forever to reload my... Why is it taking different amounts of time for my classic to reload? Like, that's going to be incredibly frustrating to anyone who, like, doesn't, first of all, read the patch notes and understand what's going on, and second of all, mess around in the range to figure out exactly, like, what kind of time difference it is. There's going to be a lot of times you're like, why isn't my classic reloaded? I'm trying to fire, and it should be firing. Why is it still reloading? So I, that's my issue with it. Um, not That's the first thing that came to mind. But I, I, think, I think, like you said, conceptually, could be decent. I don't know. The dumping 12 bullets down range, I like. I oh, like it a lot. favorite idea of the podcast yeah. so far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and also <laughs> that, that works it. with the whole, what you were saying with Riot, because, you know, it's pretty easy to know, okay, left click, shoot one, yeah. right click, shoot all. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you just have to try that once and you understand. And you're like, concept. oh, shit, that's how this yeah. works. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to have to call an intermission here because I really got a fucking piss. Perfect. Okay. Same with me. Okay, well, I guess we're back. Um, okay, cool. Well, we, we, okay, so a little bit of background here. Uh, we were discussing something when we were on our intermission, and then Hunter thought we should include it, so I'll just give you the rundown. Uh, basically, when Shopify Rebellion uh, beat C9 White in the Game Changers uh, land in Berlin, uh, the coach the coach came like in there while the team was huddling up and celebrating their win and just like flicked off the C9 light team. Uh, and yeah. And that's... he also, and he also yelled, fuck you. The C9. Oh, light okay. He did it as well. Yeah. You know what? I'm for that. I mean, you count, you constantly get beat. It like, it's the only matchup in NA for game changers, right? Is is C9 white versus Shopify. Yeah. And it's just consistently been, okay, let's go watch Shopify lose to C9 white again. Um, and then they didn't this time, which I didn't even catch the game. So I don't know how it happened. I don't know if it was close or if it was like, you know, what, what the deal was. I, I know that they've beaten them in the past, um, but then C9 White came back and beat them in grand finals. Um, but yeah, it was like, you know, big deal. Because it was yeah, obviously, it was, a, it was loser's bracket. So, so yeah, it was an elimination bracket, game. Elimination game. Um, I, I'm all for that. I, I'm like... I know we we talked about this when Liam was on the podcast uh, regarding the the shit talking versus being toxic. I think that falls into shit talking. Well, I like in person too, and if it really doesn't have like mean intent behind it, mm -hmm. you know, if it's like, "Hey, fuck you," but like, "See you next week," you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like now, now. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm just saying, a heated moment. You just want a huge map. Your adrenaline's probably going a bit. Yeah, you flip them the bird and tell them to go fuck themselves. Like, like yeah, that's a, that, like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. And now 
I don't know, a bunch of people are saying that, like, Riot's probably going to fine them. Uh, I think how much they fine them is a somewhat relevant thing here, because I know that, like, uh, at least hockey being the other, like, hockey being the main sport I watch, like, I know that there's a bunch of times um, John Tortorella, one of the coaches, will talk shit about the refing in the post-game press conference, and, like, which the NHL has stated, like, don't do that. Um, but he'll do it and just accept that he's going to get fined for it and be like, yeah, I'm cool with the fine. Like, like charge me the 40K. I'm going to take this time to speak my fucking mind. And if it costs me 40K, it costs me 40K. And then one of the times that it happened, the city of Columbus came together and started to go fund me to pay the fine to the NHL for him for shitting on the refs. Now, Cass, as you're saying that, a bunch of people who are listening to this podcast will be checking the date that it's posted because your whole take on this is like over a week outdated. Because in the immediate aftermath of him flipping off C9 White, that was a, that was a lot of people's reaction. It was, you know, good on him for just, you know, having fun with the situation, letting his emotion out, and accepting the fine. What apparently you don't know is that Riot came out a day later, or maybe the same day, and said, as a result of this, uh, let me see how they worded it. As a result of breaking the global competition policy, the Shopify head coach is suspended for the rest of the tournament. So their coach was not allowed to coach for the last two games, the losers final and the grand final because of doing that flipping off. And we'll also be fined on top of that. So oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, oh, Riot really Riot went nuclear. Stupid. That's with stupid. This. Yeah. yeah that's what fine. I wanted to talk about. And yeah, you, you apparently the, didn't know about this. I at had all. no I had no clue. Yeah. Give the man the fine and be done with it. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. I did know that they were playing without a coach um in the grand yeah. final because I did watch a bit of the grand final, but that was really the only match I caught. Um yeah. but I guess I, I didn't realize why they were playing without a coach. I I just was like, Oh, I guess they're playing yeah. without a coach. That sucks. Because um, yeah. a bunch of the comments yeah. were like, you know, like good on Shopify for for doing so well, you know, with no coaching. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that would, all those comments could have been like tainted by the by the salt of being like, why the fuck did you suspend the coach for flipping someone off? Yeah. yeah. Like. Like he I gets know, like, heated. I I get like I get it, and then I don't get it at the same time. You know, like yes, I think that there should probably be a fine or something like that. But like, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a penalty, but also it's, you know, you do it. There yeah, are, like, yeah. I, I, like, I don't know, growing up playing hockey, I've told plenty of people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> well, chirping is like, also, like, a part of Okay, hockey. chirping is a part of hockey, sure. But, like, I mean, it's not like it's non-existent in other things. Like, you can, you can chirp the other team. I mean, I'm thinking, what are the, like, back when Black Ops 2 was, uh, you know, back when COD Black Ops 2 was, like, the game that year that, like, I I somewhat followed the pro scene in that. And one of the greatest clips that came out of that is one of the players setting his controller down, standing up, and screaming at the other team, and, like, just chirping the shit out of them, being like, dude, you're losing, and I'm not even fucking playing. Like, my controller's sitting right there on my desk, my hands are in the air, <laughs> That's great. fuck you. Like, and just, like, just screaming his head off, going like, Whoa! like whatever and like like that was great that's fucking top yeah. tier just literally being like we're beating you three on four 
You fucking suck. Yeah, that's. I think that's fun. Yeah, and, especially yeah. on Ran, yeah. when you can stare at the enemy team and do that. Like, like that's less cool over the internet, right? Like you're playing. Yeah, you're, yeah. Play, you're playing a game and you're just like typing in chat, like, "Oh, I'm sitting in spawn. I'm not even playing. You guys are still losing. You suck." Like, that's not that's not cool. That's just like mm, whatever. But like <laughs> in but, person, like, you're doing that's that dope. in yeah. person. That's fucking top tier BM, and I support it. Yeah, and also because the way of the way Valorant works in person, the stakes are much higher as well. So that makes that makes it all the more fun. Yeah, and you know the you know the wild thing is, Cass. Riot's marketing team agrees with you, even as they were suspending him for the rest of the tournament. In their like highlight videos from the match, they included him flipping off the other team in like the highlight videos. Oh <laughs> yeah, so it's not even just, like a uh, yeah. yeah, it's not even like a, oh we're gonna pretend this didn't happen. Like this was really bad. Not gonna show it. Not right. gonna like yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a right, oh no, is, we're gonna include this. Yeah, <laughs> right. Which is really the, the NFL has faced the exact same thing where they've really been cracking down on taunting and then have like showed like taunt clips of what they deemed as taunting in like highlight videos. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's really the thing. It really feels like a power trip by riot that I can understand if they said, I could understand somewhat, even though I disagree, but I would understand if they said, you know, we want to enforce a sportsmanlike environment and therefore saying, fuck you, flipping someone off. It's going to result in a fine. But if that, if that's the line you want to draw, if you want to say, you know, this is going to be a very professional sort of situation, then, you know, don't, um, you know, don't highlight that in your highlights. And also the whole suspension thing is just so above and beyond because like there are beside and besides from anything permanent you could do, that's like the biggest penalty you could give to tell a coach his first time on the international stage. You can't coach your team for like the losers final. And then the grand final, even though obviously they couldn't know they're going to be in the grand final. Like you can't really penalize someone more than that. So to do that, like, Really? There's then that sort of implies like there's nothing he could have done like in that moment that could have been worse aside from something that's going to get him permanently banned. Like I, it, it just seems bizarre that that's what they would do. Yeah, yeah it seems know, like I, way overkill. I, I, yeah. I do the and then to play devil's advocate, the only thing I can think of is they're like, oh well, like we don't want this to happen again, so we kind of need to be a bit heavy-handed here. Yeah. Like, that. that's, like, the only thing... But why do you really care that of. much? Yeah, like, I... And, like, okay, I think it's all fun and games. Like, I understand that Riot is maybe trying to market themselves to, like, a bit of a younger crowd, and it might not be the best of look if, you know, competitors are, are like, flying the bird at each other and telling, telling each other to go fuck themselves or whatever. But, like... This is a game where you shoot people in the fucking head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, yeah. come on. You're blowing shit up yeah. as the objective. You're shooting people. Like, it, it, it's like, dude, like... Some some foul language is the least of their concerns, yeah. I also, think. Also, they include some foul language in voice lines. But have they yeah. cut it out? Uh, there oh, you okay. are, you little <laughs> shit. Um, I think they okay, may have so cut out the "there you are, you little shit." I, I heard that. I heard that the other day. Did game. you? I did. I think they may have it's just not, decreased the frequency. It's, yeah, I think they've decreased the frequency, and oftentimes it just says "there you are." But like every once in a while, the little shit comes out. Um, <laughs> oh, like when you fart. 
Yeah, exactly. It's a lot like that. You know? Usually it's just silent but deadly. Yeah. Occasionally, there's a little more substance behind it. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I did hear that, like, I... Yeah, it had been, like, such a long time since I had heard that voice line, and I'm like, oh, they must have just, like, silently removed that from the game. Um, but no, I, I, I did hear it. I don't know. Maybe they did actually remove it from the game for a period of time, and then I know some people were also, like me, kind of complaining about it, being like, yo, that was the best fucking voice line in the game. And then maybe they slid it back in with a less likelihood of occurring. I don't know. It, it is tragic that they removed one of the top five voice lines in the game, being Viper's Come. They yeah. That yeah. That's really <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> <Which is tragic. laughs> um, but yeah, like Viper's like Viper when she's diffusing goes like shit, 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 shit. Um if like time's well. Uh Yoru says ksaw, which is Japanese for shit. Um I had no idea. <laughs> I'm learning something today. There's yeah, like, it, it's not like they've completely eliminated any cursing from voice lines. And as Hunter pointed out, the marketing team used it in their highlight video. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That seems seems definitely very, like, heavy-handed for what I think is something that, like, give the man a fine and move on. Yeah, and here's the thing. I, I think that if they wanted to... If they were worried, like, you know, people are going to see this and say, oh, he's taking the fine, that's great, and not treat it seriously enough, what they could have done is they could say, like, he's going to be suspended from, like, coaching the team for three games in the next, like, regional tournament, uh, something like that, and also will be on probation for the rest of this event, where, like, if he does anything else, then he's just, like, like immediately booted off the stage. And, like, something like that would be you know, driving their point home a little bit harder. I still don't think they should do it, but I would understand that. Um, but just like ripping him away from his team, like it's just way too far. And yeah. Like the team rock, could have then found a replacement, you yeah. know, for, for at least those next couple of games, but there's exactly, no replacement yeah. for the, like, this is happening tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, also. Okay. And now, like, as you're, you're stating that it seems like you're, potentially unfairly punishing five other people for the actions of one person. Um, right, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, you're just, but I mean, at the same time, like it, you could talk about it as a team. And if one person does something yeah, yeah, in which yeah, of course. like heart, like hampers the team, then it affects the entire team. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I got that. Like if somebody uses like a bug exploit and the team gets DQ'd, like you're punishing the entire team for one person. Sure. I get that. But it's like, is it really that different than like what we've seen from like other teams standing up at land, like staring down the enemy team and like, no, it happens all the time. It's yeah. like at other lands and other like VCT events, like the yeah. players will get up from their computer and start fucking yelling at the other team across the stage. Mm -hmm. Like, is it really that different that you fucking, that you, that you flipped a guy off or like flipped a team off? Like, yeah, and, and that's another thing people have said that, like, you know, at at other events, Valorant players have flipped each other off on stage. It's and not, like, crazy happened. common, yeah. but it's happened, and there hasn't been any sort of action on it. I think the problem was this was front and center in the camera. Uh, possibly, but, like, you know, the other stuff also would probably be discussed right. from being on camera, even if it wasn't front and center. 
And it sort of kind of brings into question the whole, something that we've sort of going back to previous podcasts, which is that is riot kind of being a little bit weird about their game changer scene where they're not willing to give it space to develop into its own thing. And they're really kind of, you know, feeling like they need to overmanage it for some reason and crack down with these heavy rulings. Yeah. You know, handle it with like aren't oven mitts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I definitely see that as in like, Oh, like we need to be more inclusive with this and more protective than because like when it's like, no, fuck you. It's, it's like, it's a space already for anyone who doesn't like identify as a man to go compete in, in Valorant professionally. And that's it. Other than that, it's the exact same shit, right? Like, right, right. (laughs) Wait, so yeah. And because I, I genuinely don't know the rowing on this, but like, if I transitioned into being a man, would I be unable to compete in game changers? Yes. Transitioned into being a man. <laughs> well, yeah, into Well, it, you not you specifically, but I understand what yes. you're asking. Yes. Yes, because like, you if you're you... a man, you can't I I but believe you, I believe you... that's the ruling, yes. Okay. So but it's not just it's not from... just trans either way and you can compete in game if you, changers. If you transition to being a man, then no. You'd have to transition to being non binary. Mm. Which like there was actually some controversy a while back where someone pretended to be non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. There's some leaked texts of someone being like, yo, you should totally like say you're non-binary now and be in game changers. And then that person did like, did actually Mm. be in game changers. And then like, it was a whole thing, but like, um, wait, so, okay. Obviously I'm not good enough. (laughs) But if I were to just come out as non-binary, I'd be allowed to compete in game changers. Yes. Yes, but you would also, if that was found out because you're not non-binary, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Obvi- you, you're okay, fucking cheating. Obviously, like, that yeah, is... obviously, that, obviously yeah. the cheating aspect aside. And that literally did happen, is what okay. I, what we were saying. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. did happen. That. Okay, okay. And, that. yeah, the, yeah, the whole team was disqualified and banned, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the punishment was, but it was a big deal. But, um, shoot, I was going to say something a little bit different than that, and, man... It's on the tip of my tongue. Moral of the story is right. If somebody does something that you don't like, find them and move on. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Yeah, like, it I'm just seems like, nuts. Okay. But you know, I guess like I don't know. I guess being like anti-Semitic or like racist could probably warrant the ban that, or like warrant the punishment that this guy was given, if not even being more heavy-handed. But like, well, yeah, that's... barring. I'm saying, like, barring a couple of those things, like, come on, like, just cursing somebody out, like, give the man a fine and move on. And yeah, that that goes back to what you were saying in terms of, like, game changers wanting to be inclusive, which is great. So if someone was, were to say anything that's against the inclusivity of game changers, then really cracking down on them with the immediate suspension, sure. But this wasn't. This was a generic insult that wasn't at mm-hmm. all related to anything that would be uninclusive. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, I want to say, like, we, are we missing any subtext here? I don't know. I feel like I don't know enough. But taking it at this face value. Yeah. Because you were saying well, that, I'm like, say, oh, you know, there yeah. could be undertones there that we just don't know about that, you know, maybe some people at Riot did. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I what I yeah. will say about... Go, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but that, that was it. Like, you know, may, maybe there is... There's a possibility, there's a world where there is some other context that we are unaware of 
that makes this justifiable. Well, unless there's something that like went on very much behind closed doors, the context, as far as I could see from online, is that um, nothing that makes the coach look worse, if, if anything that makes him look better, which is that him and the other Cloud Nine, the other uh, Shopify players, were saying that apparently C9 White are actually notorious trash talkers themselves and will trash talk, will trash talk in all chat during their like online games, which I thought is very funny, and it also makes me think like. I wonder if we even see that, like, if we're just watching the broadcast. Probably not, because the no, observer view is different. Yeah, you don't right. See so, time. like, yeah. So, like, essentially, the the way the coach was saying it, like, he even said afterwards before it was announced that he was suspended. He, but like, people, you, he's getting a lot of flack for it from some people, or at least a lot of controversy. He said, "Sorry, uh, sorry that uh, in the heat of the moment, I let my emotions get the best of me, and I stooped to their level <laughs> after the game." <laughs> <laughs> Those are his words. That, 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 that's good. That, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. yeah so I, if, if anything, the context makes the coach seem better rather than worse from everything I've seen. Um, yeah. There are players on, on C9 White that do record their competitive games and post clips or highlights from their own perspective. And maybe you'd be able to see all chat yeah. in that um, mm-hmm. unless they just yeah. clip those parts out. But um, <laughs> put a black box of yeah. the blood. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's cool because you can also hear professional comps, which uh, yeah. is like that's like the oh, the one time that you can do that really because I you don't see a lot of like like VCT teams like posting. Oh, no, their, usually usually their like raw game team, footage. Yeah, no, usually like I mean I know at least like NRG Sentinels, um, Hundred Thieves, they've all done it for like tournaments after like. Like after the tournament is over, they'll go back and they'll they'll have like raw. It'll like the title of the YouTube video will be like what it sounds like to win whatever right, right. the event. Yeah, was. um, and you can hear you can hear comps. <laughs> what we need is a team to come out and be like what it's like to lose in the first round of this, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Yeah. getting tilted and falling apart. <laughs> That's um, what I really want to hear. <laughs> but. Like, yeah, having, like, true uncut raw footage is nice, yeah. which is, I think, what you're saying that they do. Yeah, I think it's it's crazy how much they're calming. And I, I don't know if this is the same through other pro teams because I've only yeah. seen clips of CN White with comms. But they talk constantly. Oh, yeah. Like, it is all, like, all over the place talking over each other, kind of, like, and maybe that's just getting the information across and you have to have, like, a really, really good fast brain to comprehend all of that and play the game and they're all just fucking good enough to do that but from my perspective it's like fuck people are talking way too much yeah i've seen a good bit of a uh, hundred thieves videos where they release their comms and it's it's similar which which also makes me you know i've had it very rarely not commonly where i'm in a uh valorant game and people are giving a normal amount of comms including me and people are like yo, we got to cut the comms. We got to focus or something. Uh, you know, there, there. it's more often that I have people who just talk about random stuff and are like actually like clogging the mic with nonsense. But occasionally I have people who just expect like barely anything coming through on the mic. And, you know, I've, I've because of those videos, I've grown to be like, yeah, you're just in the wrong there. Like, you know. Yeah, like obviously pro teams certain, say yeah. more info is better. So. Right, yeah, you you need the most info possible, and if you say I don't want to be distracted, then I'm not I'm going to give you as little info as possible, but I'm still going to I'm still going to give you the info you need, and then if you don't like that, you can just mute people. <laughs> right. 
I don't, I've seen like clips from Tenza's stream when he's playing ranked in a more serious manner. And like, yeah, like as Chase is saying, it's kind of wild, like the amount of stuff they communicate, just like what they're doing, when they're doing it, what their thought process is. Like, it's almost like they're thinking out loud. Which, like, everyone's doing yeah. it simultaneously. Yeah, and everyone's doing it. And then, like, they'll be like, or, like, and I often see times when, like, they're pushing in and it's just like, oh, like, I've cleared this, this, and this. And so, like, the second person into sight knows that, like, okay, these three angles have been cleared. They haven't cleared, like, these other ones. Um, and, like, yeah, to be honest, I'm never fucking going to do that. Like, yeah. like, I'm going to go into sight and what I clear, I clear. What I don't clear, I don't clear. Like, I'm not going to yeah. call angles as I clear them unless they're, like, relevant. Like, on a sent A site, if I go in and I clear hell, like, I'm going to call them that I cleared hell. Or if I yeah. haven't cleared hell, I might call them, like, hey, like, I have sight, but I haven't cleared hell. Um, but I'm not going to individually name every You're not going to say, you know, uh, yeah, clear dice, clear gen, clear close right, yeah, yeah, clear, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like like switch clear. Yeah. Um, what's that? What I think people call it porta potty. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, it's like yeah, like like cleared switch, cleared porta potty, like cleared dice, like cleared gen. Like I'm not gonna calm them out as I clear those. Like I, I'm not fucking. Like I don't know. I use V push to talk. Look at it. I'm, I'm not gonna fucking hold that down while I'm trying to move around. You know. Yeah, that's why um, you, need, you need it on your mouse. Is the. Well, I mean, I think what you really do is just have it on always. Yeah, when you're actually playing as a team. Yeah, yeah, no, they just have comms on constantly. Yeah, they don't don't have push to talk on. Yeah, yeah, like when we're in Discord, comms are just on. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, they they definitely they definitely calm way more things than like I would expect, and like I notice it the most when um when Tens was playing Reyna on stream, and he'd calm whether he's like. Like, flashing high or low. Which, I'm not really sure how much of a difference that makes so long as you're not flashing head height. But, like, maybe there are certain angles that I'm not thinking of that, like, a high flash would cover, but, like, a low flash wouldn't, or something like that. I don't really know, but, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe just, you know, all info of what you're going to do when. Yeah. Yeah, along the lines of what you guys are saying in terms of that info dump that's happening constantly, like one of the many things that I've appreciated from trying to teach my dad how to play Valorant is how to be effective uh, as a member of your team, you really need to have as you're playing this mental image of where your team is, like what control you have, like and where the enemies are likely to be. And, like, obviously pros are way better at that than us. But, like, we're way better at that than, like, people who are new to the game. And it's it's just so interesting how you take that for granted. That through a combination of what you've seen, what you've heard, in terms of, like, utility and gun sounds, as well as what your teammates are saying, you, you form this picture of, like, what do I need to worry about versus what do I don't. And if you aren't able to do that correctly, for whatever reason, things really break down. Like, you know, there are plenty of times where, like, your teammate doesn't calm something, and so you make an assumption that's wrong. Or if I'm watching my dad, I'm just like, how do you not know to watch this angle? And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it just takes time to be like... You don't have the same image developed, right? Yeah. Exactly. This is a problem. This isn't. I guess that is, like, when you're you're watching someone, and especially, like, when you hear, like, sound cues, and you know 
Like, cause in your mental image, you're like, oh, I know like, oh, the jet just updrafted. I heard an updraft sound. Um, right. I, I'm now worried about high angles. Right. Exactly. But like, there's a lot of people you'll watch in game and they don't see that. Like they, they hear the updraft sound, but that it doesn't get the connection to the mental like image of the map exactly. of where enemies could be of like, Oh yeah, the jet updrafted. But then there's another step to now. I also need to worry about this high angle, which is over here because we're on this map and I'm peaking this angle. Right. Like mm -hmm. yeah, that's another step that just comes about... with playing the game. Right. Yeah. And then the next step with that, of that exact scenario is you having the awareness to know whether or not jet has knives, because if she has knives, now you have to worry about taking a duel with the jet, like peeking over something versus not. It's like, I could get spotted by the jet and have a, a, you know, a chance to tap her while she's in the air. Like those are two different things as well, that if you can process that as well, that helps you a lot. Yeah. And I'm sure pros have like a whole other layer of, well, okay. If they're updrafting, this is typically where like the play that's going on. And therefore I right, think that right. other players are in these positions, mm -hmm. right? Like that's a, <laughs> That's right, a whole nother layer of things. Someone to wall bang with an Odin right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Do you guys consciously, like, keep track of who you've seen in a given round or not? And, like, more or less where their positioning is? Well, yeah, to, to know, like, oh, Killjoy's on A site and Reyna's on B mm -hmm. site. And so, like, if I kill Killjoy, then I know that, you know, B site, I don't know, whatever site I said was free oh, or sure. whatever. Like, yeah. Like, in that well, way. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll keep you know track of it if like, it's relevant to me, but then I often mm -hmm. find that I kind of like clear my memory unintentionally when I die so that someone's like, oh, has anyone seen like Killjoy? And maybe they were the first duel I got into early in the round that mm -hmm. we both sprayed at each other and then left. And like, I don't remember it for a while. And then 30 seconds later, I was like, oh yeah, I saw Killjoy on B at the very beginning of the round. I know. I yeah. feel like, like I often, and this might have to do with when I'm playing Chamber, like in a post-plant scenario, I'm often... Also, the guy who has to deal with flank. Um, but, like, I'm very consciously aware of who we've seen and where. And, like, oh, yeah, how long you know, it's who, been like, since we've seen them. Could it's they like, be flanking? Could, yeah, it's like, do I need to worry about flank right now, right? Like, if we haven't right. seen the Sova in the last 30 seconds, right? He he could be coming up on flank. Um, especially in a scenario where, like, you know, maybe, maybe we were planning on hitting B, but then we rotated off, and then we went to A, and it's like, well, my... Uh, my trademark was positioned to catch flank B. Like, not... Oh, sorry, not not for A. So I have to manually watch this, and, like, I'll be... I'll be paying attention to, like, who's been seen where. Is there anybody that we can't, like, account for? Yeah, I mean, I'd say, uh, I'd that, say that I'm sense. I'm very similar, but that's because of my playstyle as well, right? Because I'm often the person hanging back, not going into sight. Um, mm -hmm. you know, due to, you know, playing for ult or lineup or what, whatever the hell it is, just not being aggressive. Um, yeah. First name play for ult last name to not yeah. box you, but give the name, <laughs> the name that uh, <laughs> we'll call you. Yes. Because nobody that listens to this podcast knows my real name. Right. Um, <laughs> not even your first name. Yeah. Yeah. We call you by a nickname. Chase is not your real name. Yeah. Yeah. No, my, my first name is follow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that that, that one was bad. The cast didn't even get it. That, that's how bad yeah, it was. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's that's way over my head. Um. Anyway, yeah, what, what is the reference? Yeah, uh, you know, just chase and follow are kind of like synonyms. Oh, oh yeah. my god! 
<laughs> Once again, Cass just can't keep up with the puns. Yeah. Therefore, he must pretend that they're Ow. not good. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah so okay. maybe I just actually, the reason why I tell those really bad jokes, Cass, is because you don't get them if I don't slap you in the face <laughs> with them. Um, <laughs> okay. But yes, I also am worried about the same thing of like, I, I often am like, okay, well, I know there's three people left alive. Two people I've seen pop up on my mini-map from teammates seeing them on site or near site. So like one of them could be flanking uh, or like, you know, this person's unknown um, or like, you know, they, they could be rotating through this way, you know, any of that, right? Because mm -hmm. you're often like back more watching the flank. Yeah. I know, but like I've also noticed, like there, there's a bunch of times in game where like I'll see like you know it's like our teams, our teams pushing B, like you know maybe we got to pick like right off barrier drop, like and like our team's still pushing B, and at one point I'll be like, wait, we've seen all four people here, like not all at once, but like we've seen all four people, like A is free, let's go, like, yeah, why don't we rotate, like, let's go A, and I feel like I'm always the one to calm that, um. And now maybe that's just confirmation bias. Like, like maybe there are other people coming in. I just don't notice it as much when other people do it. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel like I'm like, I'm often the one being like, wait, like we, we've seen all four of them. We don't even have sight yet. Like, like we should rotate a, we can beat them there. Well, I think you know, a much like more that. common scenario that you're not quite thinking of. That's almost there is like, Oh, it's a, like, we got to pick. Um, on the other site, right? But we're all positioned for, for one site. Um, and then we see utility or see physically three people. And then you think, okay, there's one person at most holding B right now. And that gets calmed a lot more because that's just a more common scenario if you think about that, right? So like, like they, they were split, they were split three, two. You got, okay. you got a pick by your one like lurk mm -hmm. um, on the site that they were holding two. And so then you see, you know that there were three because your other people have seen utility or, or the agents from from the site that had three people on it. And so yeah. you say, okay, let's rotate off. It's a five v one if we take this site, mm -hmm. right? Like that's the that's a much more common scenario. It's same information, right? But yeah, you're most yeah. likely going to be pushing into at least one person, right? Yeah. Like I often notice, like there, there's a bunch of times where like it's like okay, like our our site hit A didn't work out. Like we're we're going to go B now. Um, and it's like, well, like we haven't seen Killjoy at all this round. There's a decent chance she's still just holding down B. Like if we yeah. go there, we might have to deal with her. Um, and then she's got delay, you know, that gives time. Yeah, to rotate. exactly. I feel like a lot of times when we're playing, like we spend a, like if you go in and you meet resistance and you're delayed, it. I really hate being in that scenario because then you have very little information and now you've given people enough time to like spread out again, right? You don't have an mm -hmm. advantage pushing either side again. Um, because you know, you've backed off. They're like, okay, they're, they haven't committed. People stay in their positions and then you're just re hitting site. Like at the beginning of the round again, but with l like less time and maybe less people. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know that. I feel like that happens a lot and I don't, necessarily know how to prevent that from happening but like i feel like we'd be better if we did yeah mm -hmm. i know uh one of the things that i saw on reddit earlier today um i'm actually gonna post because i don't want to 
paraphrase. I wanna I wanna give whoever this was their uh, their time of day. It was by Bio Messi. Um, Talk about this soccer. Discussion was <laughs> uh, was <laughs> you're probably not better than the enemy jet slash chamber. Stop peaking ascent mid. And I feel hard called out right now. And we literally talked about this on our anniversary episode. <laughs> like we brought it up again on that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about all I had to say. That was just the title. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. 100%. I mean, they're like they. The rest of their thing expands more. Like here, I'll, I'll read it out. Well, is it similar to our our points on it? No, not not entirely. This person is it includes an aspect that we didn't talk about, which is the um the all chat. Which I don't often see people talking shit in all chat. And like usually if they are talking shit in all chat, I don't have an ego because we're getting fucking rolled. Yeah. Like like usually when I see like somebody talking shit in all chat, it's because we're getting dumpstered. I'm fucking 0 and twelve. Like <laughs> like it, it's impossible to ha- if it's zero and twelve and you've still got an ego going like your mental's way fucking better than mine is <laughs> um like dude I'm not ego peaking shit with that KD but yeah basically it's like yeah they're just talking about people like talking shit in all chat and then people changing the way in which they're going to to like view the round based off that which like. I don't know. The only time I'm going to change what I'm doing because somebody texts an all chat is like yo chat dual top mid to like arches. And I'll be like mm-hmm. yeah sure I can do that. Unless I'm getting fucking stomped because if I'm getting stomped I'm going to be like no. No you're no, going to beat me. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I think obviously we, we've said our yeah. two cents on this uh, which is you do do that. Um, but <laughs> I, I think the all chat thing, like, yeah, people talk shit in all chat, even when they're like down a couple rounds, you just mm-hmm. be like, yo, fuck you, Jed, I'm better. I don't okay. know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's more often like said, like, kind of like ironically or not seriously when like somebody clutches around, it's like one V one Sova V Sova and the winning team will be like Sova diff in chat yeah i mean but I that like that's, that's a little common. bit different that's different though i find mm-hmm. that that is much more innocent than than the talking shit in all chat that we're talking about like yeah like saying like sova diff or, or kj diff or whatever it is is just like a commenting on the latest interaction that happened and it's more of like a joke thing it's not necessarily that like you really think that they're worse mm-hmm. it's just like a oh our killjoy got your killjoy you know like that's the that's what yeah. it is. Okay. Um, the thing is, now, I know Chase hasn't seen this. Hunter, you might have seen it. Um, so if you have seen it, don't immediately spoil the answer. But somebody um, somebody made a graph of average KD of all the agents in Immortal 2, Episode 5, Act 2. Um, how many agents do you think are on the positive side of this line? Versus the negative side of this line. I don't know. I don't know the answer though, off the top of my head, and I'm not going to look it up. So, okay. So, average KD among all agents. Yes. Now, 
How many agents do we currently have in the game? No fucking clue. Hunter? Is it 15? 16? It's, I feel like it's more than 15. I mean, well, it's, I have it's, the thing in front it's of gotta me. Be in, it's got to be even, right? I mean, I think, I think it's even. Wait, is it 19? No, oh, that's not even. Shit. One, two, three, <laughs> four. Wait, okay, hold on. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, I'm 12, way 12, off. 14, Holy 15, yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19. Oh, there 20. must be 20 because of Harbor. Harbor's not yeah. in this chart. Yeah, there are there are 20. Okay, okay. Is there are 20. Now, yeah. Harbor's not in this chart. Um, yeah. You guys got any clues? I mean, based on the way you say it, I'm going to say it like it's mostly negative. That That's what I am thinking. Okay. Now, it, it, could it be the opposite? Sure. But, like, it's definitely heavily weighted to one side. Uh, yeah. Based on the way that you've posed this question. Really? I mean, are you, I mean maybe, now, now, maybe, now you're I just mean, fucking with me. Now, yeah. now you're just fucking with me. What is... <laughs> give, me give me a number. Um, I think four agents are positive. Okay. Hunter? It's funny. I was, I was trying, I'm picturing the chart, but like, I didn't necessarily take note of that specific stat. I was going to say four as well, but I guess I'll say five to be different. Okay. There's nine. Oh, so it is pretty split down the middle. Then. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty, okay. pretty down the middle, which yeah. yeah, I was, I was surprised about now. I mean, uh, oh, uh, actually, it's potentially ten. Neon is like basically on the line, and Yoru is also like Yoru is slightly better than like like Yoru is in the positive KD ratio, but like just barely. Which that actually surprises was, the yeah. hell out of me. And then what Neon I thought was is really interesting. Cast as well mm-hmm. is who the number one agent in terms of KD at Immortal Plus is. From that same chart. That really surprised me. Okay. Why's that? Uh, first of all, Chase, can you guess who it is? Number one agent in terms of KD. Um, Reyna. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it was what? such a surprise to me because like, the, the thought is that Reyna is not that good at the higher levels. She's well, like, okay, actually, hold on. Golfing in lower rank. But, like, yeah. Okay, part of this is... Like I don't th- this chart doesn't actually list KD. So okay, Chase. Cause sorry, I'm I'm sorry. What I meant to say was average kills, not KD. I meant oh, to say okay. most average kills. Okay, yes, most average yeah. kills is is yes, right now because the the chart is uh, x-axis being kills, y-axis being deaths. Okay. And so if you you know draw a forty-five degree angle line going right up the middle, uh, that's you know one uh, being what your KD is, but. Uh, I like as for who's farthest away from that. I'm not actually going to do the math. Um, somewhat unsurprisingly, Chamber is much lower on the desk for having like the high KD than like the other people are. Like Chamber is low on deaths and very high on kills. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, I mean, so- I I would say that like you probably have like a. Uh, classes of agents that are in, in their own kind of area, right? Like I, I think yep. that like duelists Pretty in general much. are, you know, high kills, high deaths. Um, 
especially dive agents like especially if you go up to dives then then mm-hmm. more deaths still a lot of kills though um and then you go to like sentinel which might be other than chamber like low kills low deaths yeah you are you are very correct in that um mm-hmm. neon being i guess the ultimate example of like the true proper dive is pretty much one for one like kd 1.0 um has a a lot of average kills and a lot of average deaths and then most of the other duelists are up in that same quadrant uh rays jet phoenix and reina are in the positive kd i guess yoru technically too neon is the only one who's right on the line yeah. um but yeah it seems like pretty much every duelist is positive um if you give neon the benefit of the doubt where her face is on the graph is like hard to say um and then yeah you're also right but interestingly enough i found that um cypher and killjoy do well kd wise but yeah because they yeah. they don't die as much yeah they have yeah yeah not as many kills but like very few deaths and they're like astra is also in them Astra was, like, another one that kind of surprised me being in the positive side of that spectrum. Because now, keep in mind, I've never played Astra. But it seems like, I wonder how much the, uh, ah, shit, the rest of my team's dead, I'm 1v5, and then I get 2 before dying. So, like, it helps my KD, but, like, like, I don't know. It's like it'd be nice if there was a way to separate like garbage time kills, if that makes sense. But there isn't really. Um, Ko's fucking dog shit is what we're learning from this crap. Yeah. <laughs> Ko dies a fuck ton, doesn't get a ton of kills. Well, He's... Cass, can you when I post this episode, can you throw this in the chat so that people can oh hopefully yeah, yeah follow sure. along when they're listening instead of just being like. Oh boy, I sure do love discussing a graph verbally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just like I I saw this and I thought like wow, like some of these are some of these are very, you know, interesting. Yeah, I was shocked that Reina averages the most kills, just given the fact that the you know conventional conventional take is Reina is bad at high levels. Yeah, I feel I, like I feel Reina like... get kills. Like, yeah, I it, feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm with Chase on this. <laughs> like, like get kills, getting... but it's not necessarily that it's good for your team, right? Like, that's the that's the conventional wisdom, right? Like, it might not be a good pick for your team comp, but it's never been said that she doesn't get kills. Well, no, here, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying, is that the the problems that you have at lower ranks are Reynas who get kills that don't help your team win rounds, or Reynas who are smurfing. And both of those two people get both of those two groups, both of those two uh, categories get mad kills, but aren't really helping your team win from an equal skill level as you are. But if you're getting oh, mad I, kills in a being the Smurf, being the Smurf on a team definitely helps that team. You know, win. what I, that's where I put the caveat: being at mm. the same skill level as you are. Mm. Right, right. Uh, so with the uh, if you're a top tier Reyna. And you're still le- and you're still like leading the lobby in kills. That's having a significant impact. Like, yeah, you do have to worry about giving up utility. But if you're top fragging as Reyna, then you're pulling your weight, or at least you're potentially pulling your weight. Like the the problem I think comes if you're 
middle of the pack as Reyna. Now, you know, you don't have much utility for the team and you're not getting kills. But if Reyna is at that level average the most kills of anyone, I feel like she's a viable pick. At least in ranked. I'm not talking about pro because that's different. Well, I don't know if anybody's ever argued against Reyna being viable in ranked. I mean, I've heard people say the higher up you go, the worse Reyna is. Which, where it seems like maybe there's just a jump between ranked and pro. Okay, but also there's... I, I feel like when people are saying that, they're like, yeah, it'd be better if we had a Jet or a Raze on our team who can go in and gain us space and, and like, do other duelisty things versus Reyna, who, like... I feel like Reyna fits the exact stereotype of what a lot of people think duelists should do which is take duels instead yeah. of take space. Because um, the way that I see it is a duelist's job is to take space. However, which way it is that you do that, your goal is to, like, it's like the opposite of a sentinel. A sentinel's job is to hold right. map control, and a duelist's job is to take said map control. But the way that Riot labels a duelist in their literal in-game description of it says a duelist is a self-sufficient fragger and then i don't know what the rest of the fucking sentence is but like you get my point and i feel like that is quintessentially reyna reyna exists to take duels and excel in future duels whereas exactly but like nobody i feel like nobody's ever made the argument that reyna sucks dicks at that i disagree with something you just said okay if you are taking duels more and faster than the rest of your team and you are winning those duels more often than not, then you are taking space for your team. You're not doing it in the conventional sense of, oh, I'm getting to this location in a speedy way. But if you kill someone as the tip of the spear, then you've opened, you've punched a hole in the defense. And then your team, if they're using their utility well, should be able to follow up, follow up on that and get into that space, even though you yourself are not like neon sliding or jet dashing or raise blast packing in there. I and mean, so that, there's that a one. give and take here. There's a give and take because there's like what, okay. One, the, this whole right. chart thing, the thing that it doesn't include is fucking wins. Like it doesn't yes. mean that your team is winning. It just means yeah. that you're, you're getting kills slash dying. You know, that's what it's, what it's grading on. And obviously, yes, getting kills help you win a round. Like, if you have somebody that's exactly, popping off yeah. and, and getting kills, you're more likely to win. But how many times do people get kills, but your team is still dog shit? Yeah, like, it happens it all happens, the time. Yeah. It happens all the time where that, people are getting kills, but it's not helping your team win. Even if it's like, not like garbage time, even if it's like early round, if they're getting kills in places that aren't isn't helping you like take map control, isn't helping you actually progress toward the goal of planting spike, and so then the other team is still set up well to take you know one v two fights or whatever. Like they can, so it happens where like there's there's kind of a trade off here. Where it's like obviously yes, if you kill the other five people, you win the round. So getting more kills is better for you to win the round but there's another aspect to it right it's not only that yeah chase i fully agree with you in terms of that you have to consider all of that but what i'm saying is that if you're in immortal 
you already understand that. Because if you look at someone, if you looked at like non-smurf, like kill averages for gold, yeah, sure. There are a lot of Reyna players, I think, who have high kill averages, but aren't helping their team win. But if you got all the way to Immortal, you know how to win. And if you're still playing Reyna, I think it's reasonable to assume you're not lurking on the other site and then getting three kills while you're the last alive. Like, th- you are having impact kills if you're playing Reyna at that level. Like, more often than not. Otherwise, you wouldn't be at that level. Because if you're continuing to play Reyna and then not helping the team, you're going to de-rank. You're not going to be an immortal to be in this stat pool. So, like, that's that's my point. That if you're in immortal, if in immortal, Reyna's get the most kills, then maybe the conventional ris- wisdom is just not true. That's That's what I'm saying. I mean, there's also the aspect of, you know, maybe their aim is just so good that they're dropping 30-plus a game can carry their team up to Immortal. But then once they're in Immortal, like, the other team, like, is now at also the skill level. Also that has that. Well, the, they're at the skill level where they can understand that you're not providing that much utility for the team despite your fragging power. And they can capitalize on that more. So maybe the other team's just better in this scenario. And you're still dropping kills. Like, may, it, well, there's a point to where, like, you know, they're just that yeah. good mechanically. And people have said, you know, the difference between being radiant and being pro is game sense. Sure. Uh, once again, completely... or or even being yeah, immortal and being radiant is all game sense. Like everybody has the same aim. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of deal. Yeah, I mean, but also... the, big, the big, the big, one of the biggest differences between. Uh, like playing radiant ranked and being on a pro team is that you bring strategy into the game and you have cohesion and chemistry within the round to be able to know how you want to react to a certain thing before you like, you know, step into the server. And so obviously you don't get that in ranked. And so that level of team coordination changes what you value in a team. So I'm not suggesting that, Pros need to value Reyna more because she's good in Immortal. But I am saying that I think people in Ranked should be valuing Reyna more given this data. Yeah, I mean, I said the quote wrong yeah. to begin with. It wasn't it wasn't Pro to or or Radiant to Pro. It was Immortal to Radiant. That that was the proper way to say that. It's like the the only difference between Immortal and Radiant is game sense. Okay, but also we're yeah. assuming that just because you're an Immortal, you can't get smurfed on. Yeah, I, I, yes, I 100% agree with that statement because you're going to be playing with Radiance anyway as an immortal. Because here's the thing, here's the thing. If I, if, if I am a gold player and someone smurfs on me from plat and they're on a silver account, then I can cry all I want and I can say, oh, they look like a smurf. Did that really ruin my game? No. If I'm an immortal and I'm playing with, and I'm playing against someone who's listed as an immortal, or even, even fuck, a Diamond 3, and they're actually a Radiant, oh, well, I, would be, I could be playing with him anyway. Like, that's, that's not a game-ruining Smurf right there. Well, if I'm in Immortal 1, and uh, I, I guess as far as... Okay, you know what? Alex, you've been in Immortal before when you're hearing yeah. this. Do, do comment on this in the chat. But if, fuck, if I'm in Immortal 1 and fucking Yay shows up in my game on an Immortal account and... Fucking dumpsters me. It's like, yeah, that's smurfing. 
Yeah, but my point is, Ye could show up on his main account if you're an immortal one. Yeah, but then in so theory, like, I've got someone on my team who can counter him, theoretically speaking. And also, if you're an immortal one, I don't know if you can play against... I mean, maybe the game allows you to play against Radiance. I, I don't... I don't I know. Think the band gets is three ranks, which would be. I mean, that's the bands, but also that's the bands for queuing, not for for like matchmaking. So it like, is. Like, and matchmaking I, is typically I, is typically looser than that. That is true. So. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there there are people in but, silver lobbies that play against a plat, you know, and they're like, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah, but there's also a difference between like like yes, I could be playing against them on their main, but if I was playing against them on their main. I'd probably have someone on my team who can counter that. Who's yeah, but, but almost equally as good. I mean, like, all, all yeah. I'm saying is, I feel like just because you're an immortal doesn't mean you just can't be outclassed. Because there's a reason you're an immortal. You get outclassed by people. Which is the exact same issue you get into when you run into a smurf on the enemy team in whatever elo you're in. Right? I'm saying now... If you're in Radiant, now maybe if you're in Radiant, you can't get smurfed on. Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> What's I the maybe? <laughs> the five, like, if you're Radiant 500, how do you compare against Radiant number one? And also, like, yeah, there are a ton of pro players who just don't play ranked enough to really climb the ladders to Radiant. You yes, know? you are talking out of your ass right now. What the heck? Getting smurfed on in Radiant? What are, what are you probably, talking yeah, about? Yeah, okay, here? you probably can't yeah, yeah, that's, You can't call it <laughs> smurfing in Radiant. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. But, like, if you're, in, if you're in fucking Immortal, I don't think you're immune to getting smurfed on. Now, is it less Oh, likely? God, this guy's totally, uh, you know, smurfing. He's actually a Radiant 30, and okay. he's claiming to be a Radiant 130. What the heck? Okay, is it less <laughs> likely? Absolutely. Because they're just less fewer likely, people. it's so much less impactful. Yeah, like there are just much fewer yeah. people that are better than you at the game when you're an immortal. But like, yeah, God, sure. we're never going to be there. What the fuck like does that. this matter? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Point being yeah. is, I don't, I don't think there's a way to escape the smurfage. <laughs> what are you talking about? If you get to radiant, you have escaped the smurfage. Full stop. <laughs> okay, I are thought we, you were going to say done? one thing which I would have agreed with. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say one thing that I, was, that I would have agreed with, which is that if you are queuing with a five stack of your buddies as a Radiant and you have other buddies who are like Diamond and above, and then you happen to queue up against an entire five stack of like just a pro team, <laughs> just like practicing. I like, I thought that's what you were going to say, which I would have agreed with you there. No, fuck, dude. Uh, if I'm in Radiant and I get queued up against an actual pro team, like. Yeah. Getting, yeah, smurfed I mean, getting, yeah, smurfed getting smurfed on. Yeah, you're getting smurfed on. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm in sure, Radiant and I sure. queue up against 100 thieves, and, like, now, obviously... But you have to be five-stacking to do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's like, okay, well, there is, like, there is a rather infamous game that came out. Uh, it was right before uh, Sentinels played EG in LCQ or whatever. And it was it was two duos and a, and a uh, solo queue, the, the solo queue being Shazam ended up in the same game with four of the EG members. Right, right. Right? It's like, now, if Shazam just happened to have been the fifth EG member, and also, no, fuck it, it's like, it's Shazam. I'm getting smurfed on if I'm in the enemy team. Well, here's the thing. That's I a pro team you... plus an IGL I'm getting smurfed on. 
Well, one of the things that came out about that game is that like both EG and Shazam were like, well, hold up, we have to be very careful how we play this <laughs> because we don't want to reveal our team strats to each other. And so sure. because of that, they're sort of nerfing themselves and bringing them kind of back from that pro coordination that they would have if they were actually a five-person pro team. Fair enough. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. Out of curiosity, do you guys know where the term Smurf comes from? Yeah, little blue people. No, no, but like, as from a video game perspective, like... I do not. I do not. Did you, did you think that I would? What, like, no, no, I actually, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, okay. I, I thought Hunter might, and then yeah. there's no way. Like, um, it, it came from an old. Uh, there's like, there was a WoW player, um, and like one of his his buddies who like, anytime they loaded up into a server, everybody would just fuck off, because he was just known to be by far and away the best, and people are just like, yeah, wow. we're just gonna leave. Like, we don't we don't want to play against this guy. Like, this is, we're just gonna get wrecked. And so he created the original Smurf account and called it Smurf. Wow. And then his his duo buddy uh, created the second Smurf account and named it Smurfette. Mm. Um, and so then they would That's go wild. in as, as Smurf and Smurfette. And yeah, that was the original. Like that, that, yeah, that's where that comes from. Yeah, I think they're in like half my games. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those WoW mm-hmm. skills translate very well to Valorant. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I'm always I'm always confused because Cass is always the one like when whenever Cass has a timeline for like this has got to be a short mm-hmm. episode, he always makes it go on way longer than uh, <laughs> than he originally oh, yeah. plans. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, hey, should we be wrapping up around now? And then you're just like, okay, so the next Reddit post I'm going to talk yeah. about is. Uh... Well, I mean, to be fair, <laughs> that that is quite literally all I got. Yeah. No, it's just like I got like a half a beer in front of me and like. I cracked it, so I'm going to finish it. Hey, whose problem's that, huh? Yeah, it's... Well, it's your problem. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but no, that that is that is all I got. Yeah. Okay. Well, final thoughts? Prayers? To nope. to the Smurf None. gods? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess we'll drink Smurf with you Smurf gods smiled upon me and Chase earlier. Uh, yeah, they, they did. They did, actually. Um... I guess I'll no, say it again. I thought I thought the jet was actually in her rank. No, no, the previous game. Uh... <laughs> was there a previous game? Was there? I don't no, know. The one game you guys played this morning. No, we only played up. one game. Okay, never mind. Yeah. It looked like, like I, I saw the the end game scoreboard. It looked like I don't know. It looked like things crunched to me. Yeah. Okay. Possibly. Anyway, we'll drink with you later. <laughs>